Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Joshua chapter number one, we're going to read a few verses of scripture from there today. Amen. Starting with verse number one, you may not have the assistance of the screen. Joshua one, starting with verse number one, the Bible says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, into the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. In every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and from this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, I come to you this morning grateful. Lord, for being Jesus in your house. Pray, O oh God, today, Lord, minister Jesus to each and every individual, our minds and our souls. God, those that are, God, here today, Lord, that they would be, Lord, spoken to and ministered to, God, the word of the Lord. Pray, O oh God, that you're able to help us. God, uplift our spirits, uplift, Lord, our hearts and our minds. God, as we look, Lord Jesus, at your word, God, for we know in them, Lord, we think we have life, but they are those, God, that speak of you. God, and we'll be thankful, God, for that word, the precious word of God. Lord, it's rich and it's real, and we're grateful today, God, that you have given it to us. God, to be of some, Lord Jesus, help, God, to us along the way. In the lovely name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. For a little while, I'd like just to talk along the subject of walk on, it's yours. Just walk on, it is yours. <clears throat> uh, it has been my experience uh, in life uh, that there have been times that I've come to find out that there are people that have uh, bought items, uh, whether it be clothing, whether it be tools, uh, whatever it may be, they have purchased items and uh, they've, been, they've never wore the clothing. Uh, you may know people like that. You might be related to them, I don't know. But never wore the piece of clothing, uh, bought some tools or maybe just because it was the new thing, you know, so they had to have it. And uh, there's not even any, any use that have ever taken place concerning that tool there's people I know right now I could take you to their home and probably to their garage and there's stuff still in packages uh, that they have never used what they had bought but they it belonged to them 
I mean, they paid the money. They, they forked for, uh, forth however much it was uh, in order to buy it, uh, buy that outfit, whatever it may be. I, I know uh, because of the thrift shopping uh, that our family does, that we have purchased things that still have tags on them. And I seriously doubt that the person wore it with the tags on Now, they may have. But uh, I seriously doubt they wore it with the tags on there. So we have purchased things that still had tags on it from the original store, which tells me that somebody bought it, uh, they never wore it, and they got rid of it. Uh, but somewhere along the line, it, 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 they owned it. They owned it. They, 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 prob- they paid the $70 pl- price, and I paid the $7 price maybe I don't know but somewhere along the line they owned it they might not have wore it uh, they may have never had that tool in their hand or the vibration that uh, would come along with that but they owned it somewhere along the way uh, the, the scripture and the word of the Lord here to Joshua Moses now has died the great, live, the great deliverer the great leader has died and now the Lord is telling Joshua, Joshua, I want just to reaffirm you that as I was with Moses, so I'm going to be with you also. And as God has been with Moses through this journey of 40 years in the wilderness, and uh, he has brought the children of Israel through that, now it's going to be your responsibility to bring them into that promise and so Joshua I am going to be with you and he basically speaks to Joshua Joshua as I even told Moses he says I tell you and that is this that everywhere the foot wherever the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have I given to you we learned very early on that God had an idea and God had a plan for his people He had an idea and a plan for the children of Israel all the way back to the father of them all, if you will, Abraham. Whenever he called Abraham out of Ur of Chaldees and he sent him on a journey to a country and to a place that he didn't really know where he was going, but he knew he should go and he ought to go, and thus he did go, that he came to that particular place in Scripture. He and his relative Lot, you remember uh, the story maybe a little bit, that Abram uh, spoke to Lot and gave Lot first dibs on what land that Lot would have or what land that Lot would inherit. And the Bible tells us that Lot looked out upon the land and uh, he seen everything there was and he was going to choose the plains of Jordan. It seemed like a well-watered land. For that matter, it kind of reminded him a little bit of uh, some of the places that he had seen and known before. And it looked like it was better than any other land that there was out there. Uh, To the natural eye, it would appear to be like the better land. It looked like that Lot got the best of the deal. But whenever that was said and done and taken place and Lot was to inherit that land and go there, if you will, and conquer that land, the Spirit of the Lord spoke unto Abram in Genesis chapter 13 and verse number 14 and spoke these words. The Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, he says, lift up now thine eyes. He said, and look from the place where thou art. He says, look northward, look southward, eastward, and westward. He says, for all the land which thou seest, he said, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, he told Abram, 
walk through the land in the length of it, in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. In other words, he said, Abraham, I know it seems on the surface that Lot has chose the better land. He said, but I want you to open your eyes right now. I want you to look in every direction that you can look and as far as you can see. He says, I give that land to you. And he says, I want you to start on the journey. I want you to start walking. And everywhere that you walk, the length, the breadth, and the height of this land, everywhere that you walk, I will give it to you. It was a common thing of their culture and time and even throughout the history of the world that there was just something about uh, we have that, we have that uh, saying or that idea, you know, if I could just get a foothold on something. You, you've heard someone use the terminology of a foothold, just a foothold on something. Uh, in olden times, people uh, possessed their lands by different means. Just, just because you put down money and you owned a certain part of land, uh, you didn't really possess it or experience it until you've had your footprint on the land. Whenever you got your footprint on the land and you marked it out by your foot, then you, you rightly and correctly in the eyes of all people owned that property itself because the word possession itself comes from a couple words that means the position of foot. That's what possession originally meant, the position of the foot. So getting your foot on the land then indicated that it was actually then somebody's amen it wasn't just paid for but it was theirs amen it was their spot their land amen they had possession of it they for Abraham it was he had measured you know sometimes old days and it's where we get the actual uh, measurement of the foot people would measure off their land by walking the land Amen. And that measurement, the foot, we actually get from that today. So they would pass over measuring it. Some people uh, would sow the land with crop, denoting that it was theirs, or encircle a certain portion of the land to denote that it was theirs. And so the Lord told Abraham, he said, walk the land, and anywhere you walk, I will give it to you. He reassured Moses that whenever Moses became the deliverer of God's people, that anywhere that they would walk, that he would give a land to them. He already, before Joshua ever came into command, spoke, this is the border, this is the river that's the other border, this is the river that's the other border, and all of this encompasses the land. It's yours, go in and possess it. Now we understand the heartache of Moses and the children of Israel, not wanting to believe God according to his word that it was exactly theirs, being fearful of what dwelt inside the land uh, kept them from inheriting the land, although it was theirs, although it was given to them. And so they do that 40-year journey having ownership of a land, or if we could put it in terms from early, er, earlier illustration, they had some clothes they weren't wearing. Yeah. Uh, they had some tools they weren't using. They had the land that was on the opposite side of Jordan for 40 years. It belonged to them. God already had given it to them. And so whenever Joshua comes to that place that the 40 years are over and they're about ready to enter into that land and he says, as I told Moses, so tell I you that wherever the sole of your foot shall tread upon and I've oft times look at the next phrase, that have I given to you. It's not that everywhere you walk, I'm going to give to you. It's that I've already given this to you. 
And so anywhere you walk, you're walking along something you already own. Everywhere you go, you're walking along a path that you already own. And so whenever Joshua and the children of Israel entered into the promised land, they were not walking the length, width, and depth of that land saying, if I can just walk a little further, I'm going to make my boundary larger. That's not the case. They were not making, they were not getting more land by walking further or longer at a greater distance. But what they were doing was being able to experience the land that was already theirs. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm saying today? Joshua, you're walking. It's not you obtaining the land for the nation of Israel. The land already belongs to the nation of Israel. You're just seeing some things that already belong to you that you've never seen before. Somebody's got to understand what's taking place here today. Amen. The land of Israel was already to a certain degree owned and possessed by Israel. The breakdown for them going into the promised land, the breakdown wasn't that they didn't own anything. The breakdown wasn't that they didn't possess anything. Amen. The breakdown, amen, was this. They had not touched everything they owned. The breakdown was this. They had not experienced everything, amen, that was theirs to experience. The the breakdown was this. They had not walked through or upon everything that belonged to them. The land was already theirs. They just hadn't experienced everything that was already theirs. I come to arise on this Sunday morning and dare to declare in the life of the church and each and every individual sitting under the sound of my voice today that there are some things you own by virtue of promise of God that you've not experienced yet. What we're looking at as a church is not that we need to walk somewhere and gain more territory. We already got some territory that we've not experienced yet, that we've not touched yet, that we've not lived in yet, that we've not enjoyed yet. Oh, somebody hear me today. Amen. We look sometimes as those things that God has deposited in our life. Amen. Through a word of God, through a prophet of God. Man, that's far outreaching. I just don't know if we'll just ever get there. It's not the idea that you're waiting to receive something. You've already got it, but you've not put it on yet to speak. You've not used it quite yet. You've not walked where it's at. I believe God has some great things. Amen. For us individually and collectively because I've heard the voice of the Lord time and time again and you have as well and what I need to do is keep on walking because it's already mine I just need to experience it I just need to experience the revival that he said already belongs to me I just need to experience the blessing that he's already promised upon my life it's not the concept that I don't have it it's just I haven't experienced it yet Someone say yes. Yes. Mm. Amen. All those clothes in the closet with the tag still on there, that person by right owns those things. But they'll never know how that satin or silk felt next to their body if they never put it on. Whenever they get rid of it, they could rightfully say they owned it. But may 
maybe never experienced it. Amen. That poor guy that's got more tools that he can count in his garage and only used a third of them. You didn't even ask him. Do you got one? Yeah, I got one of those. Well, does it work pretty good? Well, never used it. Breakdown in our hour then. I'm not going to hold us very long here today. But Abraham, I told you to look in every direction. All the way back at Abraham's day. Years and years earlier, they owned it. That far in advance, they owned it. It wasn't to a, until a process of years, and I'm talking about years, years, captivity, bondage, years, amen, 40 years in the wilderness, years, that now with Joshua, they're about ready to feel some things, experience some things, walk some places that were theirs all the way back during the time of Father Abraham. But some of his descendants and his people never experienced. But doesn't mean they never owned it. They just never experienced it. I believe the generation that we're living in is to get beyond the place of being able to tote that we own some things, but get into the place to say we are experiencing some of the things that we do indeed own. Amen. Someone hear me this morning? Because I know personally in life sometimes... I've had a few things within my possession that I forgot I had. Rummaging through. I forgot I even had that. Man, it's just like a new toy. I can't believe. Have you ever bought something that you already had? Huh? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, sometimes the thing is, I know I have one of these somewhere, but I don't know where it's at right now. So I'm going to go and get one right now because I'm in need of this. And if I find it later, well, I just got two of them. I know, Brother Terry, you've never came across something you've already had and had bought another one, but I do that sometimes. And what, what happens is this, is if there's something that, that I bought a second of and I didn't realize I already had one, the problem in all that is this, I must not use that thing very often. Huh? I must not frequent it very much. Or it would be very vividly etched in my mind. I got one of those. Amen? I don't want there to be certain things that God has given us as a people and as saints that is kind of the special room of the house, you know. You can't eat there. Don't take no drinks in there. Got yellow caution tape there. It's nice to look at from a distance but don't do no living there I think sometimes in our spiritual lives there's certain rooms like that in our experience with God that well that's just a special place you can't go there very often you're not allowed just to walk in there are we children of God or are we children of God huh are we the sons of Abraham or are we the sons of Abraham if he said it's mine then honey, I can live in that part of the house too. Somebody understand what I'm saying today? You know, well, we can only have uh, that level of experience only when we're in revival. Or we can only go to that level uh, uh, of worship only when we're in a conference or camp meeting. 
You know, MIC's coming up so we can go to certain levels now because we're going to National Youth Convention because that's okay then. What about the other 363 days of the year? Amen. I don't know God putting up any caution tape around his house and experience saying, well, you can only look at that at a distance only on the, whatever holiday time comes, well, everybody can gather into that room. No, no, no. There is no space like that in God. It's all yours. It's all yours. Even on this Sunday morning where some people are at home because of storms and others sick and we're gathered here as a meager group today, amen, whatever God has for his people is available here today. No miracle can happen right now. Where There's got to be a certain, all the planets got to line up just right in order for that to happen. Amen. Your Lord has promised you healing, miracles, signs and wonders. Amen. He said he would confirm his word was such. Let me tell you today, it's not off limits even on this Sunday morning. You just got to keep on walking because it's already yours. You just, somebody hear me right now. There are some things I've not tapped into, but it still belongs to me. It's still mine, and I need to tap into it, enjoy it, walk there, experience that. It belongs to me. Belongs to me. Amen. It belongs. It belongs to me. You need to quiet the voices in your life that says there's certain things that's beyond your attainment. Again, the question is not you obtaining. The question is you going and walking what you already possess. Because there will always be voices of negativity that says you can't do that. You can't go there. That just can't happen. Oh, I've heard them. That just can't happen. Amen. Take a pulse of everything around you. That, that just cannot happen. Let me tell you what that is. That's a moderator in your life. Amen. That's trying to keep you from experiencing everything that belongs to you. Now, I have a right as a parent to be able to do that for my kids. Amen. But God isn't doing that for us. Amen. He's saying, hey, here it all is. He's brought out the, the, the treasure box of things old and things new that he wants for you and I to enjoy. Does it take something on our part? You better believe it. Joshua was spoken to by the Lord. He said, Joshua, arise. 40 years you've been going in circles. 40 years, listen to me right now. 40 years you all been experiencing the same terrain. For 40 years, you know, you know how we are sometimes, uh, uh, women in particular, maybe, or men also. You know, you gravitate toward certain clothing. You wear, uh, my kids, if I'd let Trevor wear what he wanted to wear all the time, he'd never have to change clothes. You gravitate toward certain things. Uh, in your Bible reading, you might gravitate toward certain chapters of the Bible. Certain books of the Bible. It's just the way that we are. We, uh, some of you will have the same thing for breakfast every day. Yeah. Sister McGee. Had the same thing for breakfast every day. You gravitate towards that. But in doing so, there's other things that go unexperienced. Oh. Amen. And so 40 years, I can imagine over a 40-year time period of their wondering. Watch this. Over to the right, there's going to be a stream. Over there is there going to be an oak tree with a notch in it. Over 40 years, they get familiar with the surroundings. 
Amen. Experienced the same thing over and over for 40 years. Same terrain over and over again. But the word came to Joshua. Joshua, you guys got to arise and you can't stay on this side of Jordan. You got to go over Jordan. You got to go over Jordan. What's that going to do for all of these people? It's going to upset them a little bit because they're going to have to break outside of their norm. Going to break outside of the routine. Break outside of having experienced the same thing over and over again. I tell you what, it would do good for us in our lives to experience something a little bit different than what we're used to experiencing. In the church, it'd be good for us to get to a place that we come in and we experience something a little different than what we're used to experiencing. Break the mode. Break the routine. Break the same old, same old. Bishop, many years ago, and still, amen, he ought sometimes say, everybody switch sides. If you sit in the front, move to the back. If you sit on the right, go to the left. Sometimes he'd get up here and he'd preach first. We'd have songs last. What was he doing? He was trying to get us to understand that there is some things we possess and own that we've not experienced, but we got to get out of the routine sometimes in order to experience, in order to touch, in order to feel, in order to have something different take place in our life amen in the life of the church we got to go some places that we've never been before someone say amen he says you got to he says you got to go over Joshua you and the people you got to arise you and all this people he says before I understand there were spies sent over there was a representation of the group he says, but I'm not talking about, and this is vitally important, I believe, and I know we all at different levels, but he said, I, we don't just need a representation going over Jordan and take an inventory of the land right now. He says, what we need is all the people. We need all the people to take this trip together. He says, we need all the people to take this trip together. You know, there's nothing like enjoying an experience with somebody else, if you do it by yourself, well, you know, you experience something, and who are you go talk to? You'll talk to yourself about it. You know, man, Paul wasn't that great. That was awesome. You know, you'll go white water rafting. You do it all by yourself. Well, man, that was great. Man, we didn't yet. You just... There's a sense of community. There's a sense of the comrades of being able to talk about the experience. Amen. Now, the, the 12 that were sent over initially over to Jordan, they could talk about the fruit that they sing. They could talk about the, the, the giants that were in the land. They could talk about all that stuff, but just among the 12, that experience would die, amen, outside the perimeter of the 12. God was telling Joshua, he's saying, hey, he said, we just can't send a group of 12 representatives over Jordan this time. He said, you all need to go over. He said, because this is something that everybody needs to experience. For that matter, it's something that everybody owns. If you're a child of God today, make it known well. If you're a child of God today, there's something that you own in the land of promise just as much as the brother or sister sitting right beside you. This is not just something that is designated for the Levites or just designated for the Danites, amen, as in Scripture, but they all had part and parcel ownership in the land of promise. Amen. The enemy of our soul sometimes would like to make us think that brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so, amen, has better or special privileges than I do. But that's not something that's been dispersed to me. They, they, they can have uh, certain things in God that I can't have. That's a bold-faced lie. Amen. 
You all got ownership in this land. And what I'm asking for us, even as God asked Joshua, let's all pass over this Jordan together. Let's experience this together. Let's walk some of this land that belongs to us together. And what will happen is when we experience it together, we'll be able later to relive it again together. You just have a moment when a service happens and everything clicks just right, so it would seem. And you go away from that place and it is on the minds and the hearts of the people that they can relive the experiences of that service over and over again because they were there, because they took part in it. I can still go back 15, 20 years ago and relive certain services in the history of the church with certain people that are here because you were there and you experienced it the same that I experienced it. Amen. And we touched it and we felt it and it belonged to us. I can recall days that have gone by. I think there's something important that God was relaying to the people that the people need to experience this thing together. It's great for one to have something just unfold in their life and we're going to rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. But there's nothing like when all of God's family experience it all together. Amen. I'm looking for a time that it's not just a splattering of something happening over here and a splattering of something back there or just something that's isolated to a platform, but that from every pew, front to back, left to right, what happened? Everybody took a step over Jordan and we're starting to experience something that we own and possess all together. Amen. Someone say amen. Amen. We got to get a foothold on this. Stand with me this morning. We got to get a foothold on this. He said, Joshua, there's not going to, there's not going to be anything that happens. He said, you're going to be able to stand before all these people. You're going to be able to do this. You're going to be able to go forward and you're going to be able to conquer. He said, because wherever your soul hits, he says, I have already, everybody say already. I have already given it to you. I'm asking today as many as will if you can come around this altar and pray and just say God I'm just ready to go and experience the things you've already given me. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.